whatever happens, happens. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. I'm talking to you, Joe. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Where are oh, you? well, yes, yes. Good morning. Yeah. All of those. Good All afternoon. Those um, welcome to Just Because and I'm Jason Mark. That's my cousin Joseph Neal. He's my brother from another mother, but the same grandmother. Um, and uh, yeah, she passed away uh, a few years ago, so we don't have to send her cards anymore. Uh, gotta be honest with you, never really did send her a card. She wasn't my mom. She was my grandmother. She was my dad's mother. I think he sent her cards. Did your dad send mom or grandma cards, Joe? I don't know. I I feel like uh, maybe they didn't have the closest relationship. No, but thank God for her. Otherwise, we wouldn't be who we are. And this is not going to be the Mother's Day episode, but that's just the first thing that popped into my head. So I said it. And that's the theme That's the tonight, theme. is yeah. whatever the hell pops into yeah. our heads. Last week, we thought we might, this week, talk about theories. Not conspiracy theories, but theories. Like, I ex- I have a th- theory about how Fiddle Faddle got its name. Um, but we'll wait. We'll mm. wait till Shags can, can join us for that bit of um, hilarity. Oh, yeah. so we were going to... Uh, nice burp, by Thanks. the way. Nice Thanks. out. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we were going to wait for Shags to do the theories mm-hmm. thing. That makes sense, yeah. Because, yeah, she's, she's got those. I mean... She knows about conspiracy theories, and then also, she's imaginative. Sorry, I need to refill my jelly jar full of wine. I have a question for you. All right, answer me. I mean, I'll answer it. You, you ask it. Our grandmother that we've brought up almost every episode. I think her mom <laughs> brought her up. I, I didn't have anything to do with it. hey Sorry, Hey. Anyway, we always mention her in the opening of the show. Almost. Yeah. Well, maybe not every time, but quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, not. suddenly I'm curious. Okay. I don't know much about her. Yeah, me neither. All right, moving on. Yeah. So I was thinking about... Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding. So... Um, uh, do, what do you know of our grandmother? Um, I mean, what? just maybe a couple of interesting things that I might not know. Uh, she, I feel like maybe you you got to spend a little bit more time with her than I did. I uh, met her maybe three times in my whole life, I think. Yeah, I don't, not too terribly many times. I mean, everything I know I didn't get from her, but from everyone else, you know, she was the daughter of Greek immigrants. Um, yes. Uh she uh, married our grandfather, and they split up after three kids. And um, she, my dad was the oldest, and she says that he ruined her good looks by being born. So you know, um, things were different back in the forties, and so you, she was like a hot young Greek thing. I guess so. Apparently, I never saw any photos, but uh, that's the that's what she claimed. I mean, who who knows, right? I mean, I I. Her, her, her three children. One of them is my dad, and he. I don't think. I don't think anybody would say that he's an Adonis, but he's not ugly. And his second child, your dad, I think fairly good-looking guy. And her third child, our aunt, her daughter, pretty pretty good-looking. But again, none of these people were were having their doors beat down by Hollywood, right? I mean, they were good-looking because they were healthy. It, there wasn't like any sort of. And maybe I'm related to him, that's why, but there wasn't, which reminds me of a question I'm going to ask you, but there wasn't anything in it that made me go, that I, I think anybody would go, Whoa, you know, like, um, for example, 
I don't know if you can do this while we're talking, Joe, but can you Google Mary Spender? Can you Google that? Well, can you look at a picture of Mary Spender while we're talking? Mary Spender. Yeah. yeah. Can you do that? I, because I prefer Mary, Mary Saver. She's more practical. <laughs> she is. Mary Spender. I need to get my foot rest. Mary Spender is someone who um, not too shortly long ago is that a phrase i don't know i need more wine not too long ago i saw a, a photo of her or i saw a video and i was just i was less like <sighs> like like if if she was yeah she's she's super hot by yeah, the way she... hey and and i know we just glossed over it but when i'm trying to google something and mm -hmm. crack a joke at the same time yeah what what just happened is what happens what? and it was a fucking really bad joke oh, i shouldn't everything right now i should have just let it float <laughs> off yeah well, you know, they say J Jesus saves, Buddha invests. Um, no, nobody says that. Uh, see? <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm such a fucking idiot. I was, like, deeply considering that for a second. I really was. I looked down, furrowed brow. I was like, <laughs> My point is, is that if uh, our grandmother showed me a photo of when she was a, a lady before our father was born and she looked like Mary Spender. Then I'd, be, then I'd be like, yeah, dad, you fucked that shit up. That was wrong. Whatever you did, you should have been, I don't know what you did getting born like that, but, and it also would explain why our, um, our grandfather, again, I don't want to like, I don't want to, uh, what's it called? Spill tea, burn dirt. What is it called when you talk about people on their back? But, um, the, the, the legend of our grandfather is that he was, a. <laughs> he was uh, what they would call back then as a, I'm not making this up, a Johnny Good Times. He he liked to. Okay, last time you said this, I've, yeah. I've got to do this okay, because good. you. <laughs> this is funny, thing. man. Now every time you brought up our grandfather. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I think you're gonna say the same like old school fucking like 1930s great grandpa fucking line. I think you're gonna say the same thing, uh -huh. but you change it up every time. Oh, I don't okay. know if you're doing this on purpose or not. No, no, but what? last episode you go, you said this. It stuck out because it made me giggle. Uh -huh. You said, uh, and you always you always lead in with this too. <clears throat> I don't know if you know this, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, last time he said, our grandfather, Joe, he was what they what they used to call a, uh, a good time Charlie. <laughs> this time I said Johnny good times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <no. laughs> I think maybe the first time was something different, but my memory isn't good maybe, enough. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was probably something like a fun time Randy. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. That, you know? He was a decent guy, Reginald. No, that's stupid. Um, yeah, he... Well, he was, apparently, so... Um, I mean, and I think we all... You don't even have to describe that, do you? Our no, listener think, knows exactly what that fucking yeah, means. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so if it was the case that he caught... I'm, I'm just going to be crude, but I don't care. He, he caught himself a hot piece of trim, and she goes, uh, -uh put a ring on it before you get some. I can see our, our Randy granddaddy doing that. I can see him being like, fine, I will. And then three kids later, he's like, you ain't the hot piece of... You're no Mary Spender anymore. I'm out of here, so... um. I could, yeah. And for the record, not that anybody gives a damn, but our grandfather, every time I ever interacted with him, nothing but love and wholesomeness. I mean, he wasn't a, he wasn't a, a, a bastard. He treated his grandkids um, with love and, and compassion. So he wasn't like, boy, he, I, I do have good memories yeah, yeah, yeah. of that guy. Yeah. He's, he's, Why does Chili always come to mind? 
chili. Because his I wife like always made chili. Betty. Betty. She made chili. She yeah. made some mean ass chili, and um, yeah, they lived out in the outskirts of town, and uh, they had a daughter between them. So your dad and mine have a half daughter, half sister, and That's uh, right. uh, Betty made the chili, and um, they lived across the the dirt road from her sister, Aunt Juanita, and uh, Aunt Juanita had. Oh, that rings a bell. Yeah, Aunt Juanita had a son. I can't remember his name. I do remember that. One of the wedding gifts he got when he was married, we, I would have been, gosh, like 10 when he got married, and so you would have been like four or five. Um, he got a gun as a wedding gift, and he was thrilled. Uh, he was an MP. Why am I telling people this boring ass shit? Sorry, sorry. sorry I don't sorry. know, but I'm intrigued. I'm sure that our listener is bored as hell. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck, really. Like, come on, finish it. Tell me more about this he guy. Was, he got a gun? He was an MP. Is there a climax to this? No, or? no, no. Just he he got they, they got a gun, I should say, because she was a gun enthusiast too. I think they met in the military. She seemed to be nice. They ended up divorcing a little bit later. Um, he was an MP. He was a military police. Yeah, got yeah, it. yeah. I, I don't know if I don't know if it was a career thing, like he was career military, or he was just an MP while he was in. I don't know how it works, but anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. That was so. So, what can I tell you about my? My grandmother, she, our grandmother, she did tell me this. She said, she said that her father married a gypsy. That's what she said. She told me that when her father was in Greece and they had a farm, the gypsies would come through and they would stay on their land, you know, for a while before they moved on. I guess they had permission. And uh, our, let's see, our great grandfather on our grandmother's side would have mm-hmm. took a took a liking to one of the gypsy girls. So he. He uh, knocked her up and drug her over here. And um, then uh, my granddad, your granddad, our granddad met the offspring. And there you go. I am not aware that she had any brothers or sisters. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah it, it occurs to me on this show tonight <laughs> that I know so little about that side of our family um, I, I i there's she tells see she has told me a few stories she says that we are related to um seward seward right the guy who bought alaska for lincoln uh, apparently it's, uh, lincoln's secretary of state we're allegedly led, uh related to him and then she tells another story about how but i think this was on our dad's side or our, i should say our grandfather's side about we had some uncle somewhere who was dating the town floozy have you heard this story okay is this the one where he came dropping out of a tree with a shotgun into a carriage and shot two people yeah 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 and when i say town floozy look this was like i i'm pretty sure this was either late 1800s early 1900s no probably 1800s and when i say floozy i mean the woman who dated more than one guy in her life, right? I, I'm not trying to cast aspersions, but that's how, you know, women were. Right. That was yeah. that that fit the category of town floozy. Right. Boy, that was that was different back then. And if somebody from our family had a girlfriend and then another guy came along, that's how the story goes. A guy came along who is much richer, of course she's gonna drop one of our poor ass relatives and go with the rich guy. I I would too, I wouldn't blame her. I wouldn't take a shotgun to her, but apparently as the story goes. And I'm sure I could get on like Ancestry.com or something and like trace all this shit out and find out. Nope, it's all a lie. None of it's true, but. Well, and by the way, I have nothing against 
town floozy. No, no, no. Anyway, no, yeah. that's uh, town floozy is like my middle name. It is. Yeah. I have I have Joe the word town. Yeah. I have the word town tattooed on the left side of my penis and floozy. Yeah. And cursive. It's right. very important. Well, yeah, because you want to be the same length, right? So you don't have that. Uh, length. Yeah, yeah. On the on the other on side. The other side, yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, penises, so I had a question for you. I'm just going to bluntly. Is it illegal? Is it illegal yes. for um, brothers and sisters to have sex? Is that like if they decide they're consensual, it's consensual. But if they just decide they're going to do it, is that right up, right up and down illegal? Or is it just like really gross? You know, are you trying to seduce me? Mr. I'm trying Robinson? to seduce you. Yeah. Because here's here's what I'm thinking, right? This is what I'm getting at. It's like if I was thinking the other day about like um, it's against the law for cousins to marry, right? And that's an inbreeding thing, right? You don't want babies with nine heads being born, right? But that's right. Gay marriage is legal now, so I'm thinking, what if you and I fell in love with each other? Would we be allowed to get married? We're not going to produce any offspring between us, right? And then I thought, well, why not just go a step further and ask the question: Can not can two cousins of the same gender marry, but can people just straight up do it if they're related? Are they allowed to? Is there a law? And I here's the thing: I think the whole idea of like banging a relative is disgusting, right? I'm not into it. It's not a fetish. It's not something I think you fantasize about. None of that stuff. Oh, like, for a second there, I thought you were trying to fuck me. No, 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 no. I mean, I might think about you, but no, I'm not right. I mean, you're married. I'm not going to ruin that. But um, I, I just started thinking like, or like saying, I, I, I think it's really, really gross, but I don't think it should be illegal. Consenting adults, let them do whatever they want. What do you think? Yeah, it shouldn't be illegal. It's, yeah. I, I just think... Yeah, I think that people are disgusted by it, and right. and that's just the way it is. And, it, and it's it makes sense that people are disgusted by it, and and that's that's yeah. fine. But if, you know, if I'm like, I don't know, I'm hanging out at the racquetball courts there, and I'm about to hit, uh, you know hit a few with with Cindy, I'm like, hey Cindy, um, really good game there. I like your crossover and your service, just awesome. And uh, you want to go to drink? She's like, no, I'm gonna go fuck my brother. I'm not gonna be like, oh that's gross. I'm like, oh okay. Um, see you next week. <laughs> Bye. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to, I would be weirded out. Give your brother gonna... a blowjob for me. Uh, have a good one. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's gross. Cindy, you shouldn't do that. I'm never playing racquetball with you again. I, I would probably text you immediately. I was like, dude, you know, that chick that I've been playing racquetball with. Yeah. The one with the weird nose. Yeah. Turns out she fucks her brother. Yeah. And then, and then, and then if you would ask me, well, does she look like Mary Spender? Cause if so, her brother's getting some good trim there. And I would like, dude, don't, don't even, but yeah, she does. So, and then you would say, are you just jealous? And I was like a little bit, but now whenever I think about her, you know, arms akimbo, I can't help but see him sitting on her face. And it's just weird because he's got like this ginormous back tattoo of like an Eagle with its talons into a, uh, like a, like a, like a skull, its talons are on a skull, but the skull's bleeding, and the skull shouldn't bleed because there's no, there's no viscera there. It's just, it's just a bone, but the bone, it's bleeding, right? The talon is on his skull, it's, and it's weird. I can't, I can't get a moaner now because of her, because of him, because of them. Is this a tattoo? Is this a real tattoo? No, I mean, not, I, I, no, just now, I'm, I'm just, you know what? I'm rolling with it. I just well, I was thinking he he just came up with a really disturbing tattoo, or he's haunted by this tattoo, and he has to kind of. Just describe it, kind of purge the demon well, somehow. I, I think, I don't know that there is any tattoo ever. Like, nobody, you could never come up with any photograph or picture that you could paint on a person that would make me lose my boner if I saw it before I was going to copulate with somebody 
unless the copulation was going to be with the person who had the tattoo. You know what I'm saying? Like when I described the eagle and the skull and everything, what I'm, I, it was it was supposed to be kind of a metaphor for like I can't jerk off thinking about Cindy because her brother is sitting on her face and he's got this tattoo. But really, the tattoo isn't why I can't. It's not really. It's because you know. I you just know I mean? realized that. Cindy's brother is sitting on her face. Well, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that? Yeah. Right? To keep it in the family. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, you know, when you hear, you know, sit on my face, I just, yeah. I automatically, I'm conditioned to think of it the other way around. Absolutely. No, you're right. But that Monty Python song, sit on my face and tell me that you love me. I'll sit on your face and tell you to live love you too. I mean, that's how it goes. Like, I think twice in the song, they say, I will sit on your face. So, I mean, there's stuff down there that, that the face can interact with. It's not all just, you know, just, uh, Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. 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 But, but you know, like if someone had said, Hey, will you, will you sit on my face? Oh, well, yeah, I'm, I, I'm not going to deny you the pleasures you have, but it's not something I'm going to ask for. Right. I'm not going to be like, you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, it's not my cup of tea. I'm just going to go ahead and ask you, Jason. Have yeah. you ever had a woman eat your ass? No, no, I haven't. Um, Never even had one sneak a, a sneaky little pinky up in there while I was distracted with other activities. Uh, um, and, and like I said, if, if someone said I would like to do that, I'd be like, okay. But it's not something that makes me go, oh, I wonder what I just, eh, you know, I've washed myself enough to know what it feels like with that area stimulated to know that. You know, it's it's fine, but you know, like like if somebody said, "Hey, I would really like to bite your testicles really, really hard," I'm like, "Ah, that's something we need to discuss because I'm not, I'm not sure." Or if if she did sneak us a sneaky finger up the the back door there, I'd be like, "Whoa, hey, I would be surprised," but it wouldn't make me stop, right? But if she I were mean, to like jump up all of a sudden, rip up a rip off a like a a tattoo gun and start tattooing an eagle gripping a bloody skull, that might be like, "Whoa, whoa, hey, now, come on, let's see." Let, let's see. I'm. Mm, yeah. Well, you were talking about. N- no, no, no. You can't uh, just take a huge bite of my nuts and like spit right. it out. Like, but yeah. Have you ever enjoyed maybe just like a little bit of a, a little puppy dog kind of tug? Left sure. And right oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. I kind of I kind of got a thing for being bitten on the neck and, and being not bitten. by a puppy dog. No, no, Let no, me be no, clear. no, no. I'm not. No, never again. But. Um, <laughs> Peace is within you. To realize this, listen only to my voice and feel only the sensation of your breath. Cool as you breathe in and warm as you breathe out. Imagine that the creative energy of the universe is a bright light that radiates out from your heart into your entire body. Your breathing feeds this light within you and expels from within you the darkness. Breathe in the light. Breathe out the darkness. Breathe in positivity, connectedness, and confidence. 
Breathe out negativity, isolation, and judgment. Now, chew on this nutsack. Grab that scrotum with your teeth like a little puppy dog and shake it around a little bit. Inhale deeply through your nose into your diaphragm and try to fit both of my balls in your mouth at once. Exhale slowly but steadily and with a loud popping noise spit out my bulls real sloppy like into a full swing so that they slap my butthole. Blow me. Imagine that the creative energy of my nutsack is a bright light that travels from my body into your face and down into your midsection. You are now filled with the light of the energy of love of my nutsack. Peace is within you. And so is my splizzage. The Gimme Headspace app by Larco. No, I, I like kind of being, I like the, 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 the being bitten thing on the neck, especially, but everywhere else is fine a little bit. I, I guess, and I want to ask you the same question, but before I forget, I guess it really would be like, let's be, let's get real specific here. If you're, if a person's in a, in a, in a situation where there's about to be intimacy and somebody says, Hey, can I bite your nuts? Right. The asking of it is probably part of it. Right. Cause if they're just going to do it, for they me, just it do is. it right, but the asking of it is supposed to like maybe make you maybe scare the person or intrigue them or kind of kind of test them. You know what I'm saying? And then or just or just make you hot because yeah. Look, I I, th- I think that people that are into a little bit maybe rougher or like a little bit um, out of the box or pinky in the box <laughs> type of thinking. Yeah. When they're, you know, if they get turned on to stuff like that, I think a lot of those people tend to also be into dirty talk because that's that's in the realm of of kink. Dirty talk is or biting somebody's nuts off. Well, well, it's both. That's what I'm saying. So, like, if if somebody's into like, hey, can I can I, you know, stick three of my fingers up your butt while I give you a blowjob? Right. I think. Someone who wants to stick three fingers up a man's butt while yeah. they give him a blowjob, they're they're a little bit kinky, and yeah. I would say they're more likely to look you dead in the eye and say, "I'm gonna put my fingers in your butt because right, right. because of how kinky that's that Just statement saying is. It is." Yeah, I I see what you're yeah. saying. I do think it would be great, or not great, but it would be interesting if like you were. You know, maybe you met you met somebody and you get along and she likes your tattoos and you like her, I don't know, her tattoos and you decide you're going to, you know, get busy in a Burger King bathroom. R.I.P. Humpty, by the way, he passed away. Age 57. Poor guy. Um, Are you fucking serious? No, Shock really. Lee died? Yeah. Shock G. Yeah. Gordon. Shock Gary. G. Who Shock the fuck G. is Shock Lee? That's his. 
his kung fu scar or something. (laughs) That reminds me of something else. Um, But uh, Shock G. Oh no, man. So me and this this really nice girl decide to go get busy in a Burger King bathroom, and and this particular busyness is by her suggestion. I didn't force this. It wasn't my idea, but she's like, okay, we're gonna do we're gonna do a little BJ time, and then while the BJ was happening, her fingers just happened to slide up the old button, you know. I'm not going to stop her, but later I was like, oh, that was interesting. I didn't know you were into the, the finger in the butt thing. And she goes, oh, I thought I was supposed to do that. I've only had one boyfriend in my whole life. And he told me that's what you had to do. Otherwise, it wouldn't work. Right? So she's not, to her, it's not kinky. To her, it's day That's rigueur. not kinky. That was just based she, on her understanding. Yeah. Advice. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, she 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 it would be even more interesting if she was coy about it. She's like, "Oh, my boyfriend told me I'm supposed to put one of my digits in your, you know, your your little, you know, your um." And she can't say the words because she's she's shy, right? I mean, she just gave me yeah. probably the eighth best blow job I've ever had in my life. And if you've only had nine blow jobs in your life, eight's not too great. But if you had like thousands, eight's pretty good. Um, and then I would have to ask myself, well, is it the eighth best one? Cause she put her fingers up my backside. Cause that's never happened before. Or was it like on its way to being like number four or five, but then the finger in the butthole just brought it down to eight, which is still pretty good. But I don't know. I would have to, you know, hopefully she and I, it wouldn't be a one Burger King bathroom stand, right? It would be multiple. So we could get to know each other's proclivity. Per- per- has anybody ever done that to you? Joe? Has anybody ever you know, chomped on your nuts while sticking a fist up your butthole? Well, it hasn't gone that far, but I've had, you know, this is the thing. There's been moments in my life where the, in the, in the heat of steamy passion. Yeah. Steamy. Some things have gone down mm-hmm. and, and oftentimes there's a, there's the, the declaration that here's an actual quote, perhaps like, mm-hmm. I'm going to lick your asshole. Sure. Right. Sure. Now. I've also been surprised a couple times sure. by by some things, sure, like yeah. a, like like a finger in the butt, yeah, or like suddenly getting my salad tossed out of nowhere. Like what I you think mean, like I'm you're just walking down the street. Job. I think I'm getting a blowjob, and things are getting real hot and heavy. But then you get whipped and, around, and it's like. But then all of a sudden, you know, it's Caesar dressing time. Yeah. Yeah, and I make it. I I remember once I made an a, a, a noise. <laughs> it's not, and, and that that's that's the thing. I it was surprising, and maybe it wouldn't have been a preferred thing, but it didn't like turn me off. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I did do, you know, that noise. I've talked about this noise before. <laughs> like yeah. That. Well, I think that's well, what it comes yeah, down that's to. That's the right? same noise. Remember, uh, I I wanted to do this Montgomery Ward commercial where we <laughs> dress Timidian up in like old ladies' clothes. Okay. And like big pillows for tits and yeah. like a loosely fitting gray wig. Yeah. And then we have him just run as fast as he can down this uh, hill. And, and and the camera's kind of at a distance. And you see that he's struggling. He's yeah. struggling to keep up. Yeah. And, and then he trips over a rock and you hear it from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> like that. <laughs> And then he just eats shit, and the, yeah. the wig turns around, and the pillow tits fly out, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, it just it, it the screen goes to black, and it says Montgomery Ward. I think and, that's, that's. And you hear great. my voice just like that, Montgomery Ward. Uh, well, you know. I'm anyway, not... that is the no- That's the very noise. Yeah. That that happens to me if I get a surprised salad tossing during a blowjob. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> I like how you say if it happens as if it's a thing that can happen. Not that it happened once, but like, you know, just like. He... I'm going to admit it. I've had more than one surprise salad toss. Okay. Because, yeah, I mean, you put that on Tinder. You're like, by the way, you know, I like I like cooking and I like, you know, astronomy. And, and just, you know, if you happen to toss my salad, I'm probably going to go. <laughs> and if you're turned off by hoo-hoo, don't do it. But if you're fine with it, I'm fine with it. Right. I think it's it's interesting. It just occurred point? to me. Isn't yeah. that like the Pillsbury Doughboy sound? <laughs> Except instead of getting poked in the belly, you're getting licked in the bang, bung, the bunghole, the banghole, the back door. Um, it occurred to me that. By the way, in both of these situations, the yeah. most shocking thing was not the actual tongue on the butthole, but the but like the crazy like motorboating. Yeah, well, come on like, now. If somebody, I mean, you can't. It's not like just some you know very direct and delicate lick of the butthole. It's like. Just madness. Well, if, yeah, I, if just if, total chaos. I have, like, <laughs> I've licked a few buttholes in my day, and I gotta say that it's it's fine. I I mean, if someone wants me to do it, I'll do it with enthusiasm. Do you just go crazy like well, that? Yeah, and, and and that's what I'm getting at. It's like if I'm gonna go back there, it's not gonna be a, little, a tentative little you know lap. It's gonna be like, well, if this is what you want, if or if if I'm in the mood because I've been in the mood before. I was, I've been like, you I'm know, gonna make this count. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like and especially if it's a it's a situation, you should see the wave file when you made that sound. I'm looking at spikes right now. <laughs> the graph, it's really great. Um, that spikes on the dog collar of the the girl that goes down on my butthole. That's right. Yeah. So, I oh guess this and all this I'm I'm trying to suggest is like if 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 a person is going to do something ostensibly, it's either because they enjoy it or they think you're going to enjoy it. And if they enjoy it, <laughs> right? What? Why is that funny? It's true. No, I was. I'm sorry. I was. All this crazy imagery is going through my head. I got distracted by okay. obscene imagery that Fair kind of yeah. intrusive, intrusively popped into my head. Continue. I'm okay. sorry I interrupted. No, 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 no problem. That's what we do on this show. This is Just Because and it's where we talk shit until one of us cracks up at his own shit. Anyway, um, if somebody is going to do a surprise sex act to you during consensual yeah. sex act, it's either because they think you're going to like it or because they like it. And I think that's all fine. Everything is fine unless what they like is that you don't like it, right? Which is like uh, uh, an S&M kind of situation where somebody says, well, I'm going to stick a finger up his butthole. Not because I know that if I poke his prostate, he's going to come like gallons. I'm going to do it because I know it's going to piss him off and I get off when he gets pissed off. And so that's where you end up drawing the line, right? So it's like if somebody does something and you don't like it, you can tell them. It's like they're like, okay, I I I thought you white, but thank you for telling me. And that's why it's important for there to be communication, Joe. But but then you're tra- you're kind of traipsing into the, the fantasy of not liking it becomes part of the kink. Right, right. Or, or to oversimplify it, the pain aspect. And and if you yeah. like pain, it's not pain. So there has to be actual pain. You're but not that- not just physical pain though. It's a humiliation thing. Yeah, well, too. yeah, it's an emotional stuff, right? thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you ever see... No, I don't want to bring this up. It's going to be a whole another 50 hours of talking. It just occurred to me, though, what I was going to say is that on our last episode, we somehow went from Disney to porn. On this episode, we somehow went from our grandma to butt-licking. So I don't know what the fuck's wrong with us, but that's, I guess, why we now have more listeners than we've ever had before. Sorry, y'all. Go listen to our old stuff. It's tame compared to this, and it was raunchy. So, But in our defense, the... The the transition was almost legitimate when because I was trying to suggest that in both cases 
Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And this time I was trying to suggest that um, I understand how a good time chuckles would want to get married if that person said the only way you're going to get some of this is if you marry me and if that person was as good looking as somebody who I said was good looking and then from there we went on to other consensual things and butt looking and all and there's hockey in there not hockey racquetball um yeah yeah we do, we definitely uh we're talking about incest <laughs> directly right, right, right. For a little so, while. yeah oh, but, but by the way speaking of incest mm-hmm. I have this note <laughs> that says speaking of incest uh, dad no <laughs> and I didn't remember what that was. And then I opened it and I realized this note, <laughs> I was talking to my dad and, uh, you know, my dad is a wise guy, like not, he's not a member of the mafia. He's, he's a wise person, right? right. Yeah. He has wisdom and he's funny. Yes. Both and, uh, a wise guy. Yeah. I can't, th- this, I'm going to explain this exchange to you. He gave me some, really good advice mm-hmm. but because of what happened next i can't even remember the fucking advice anymore he was telling me something that was really profound but it was something i was like wow i feel like i've known that forever and now it's just finally being kind of articulated okay. it's finally being expressed in a way that i can understand it okay and so i said to my dad just right away i said Dad, I feel like you just slapped me in the face with something I had been feeling deep inside of me. <laughs> given given the context of our last 10 minutes of conversation, that's fucking hilarious. What was it that was deep inside of you that he pulled out and slapped you in the face in? <laughs> and the funniest thing there was I didn't uh, I did not understand that I had just accidentally laid out this crazy fucking euphemism, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't, it was, it it was (laughs) almost so accidentally creative as a euphemism that I didn't even catch it. There's a long pause and then it hit me. And then I said, I'm sorry. And then dad was like, let's just move on. (laughs) That's something your dad would say. Yeah. And you don't remember what the particular advice was. I can't even remember the fucking advice anymore. I gotta be, you know, I have, I haven't had the adventures that you have had, but I'm 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 game for anything. If somebody, you know, well, I'm married now, but if my wife were to be like, you know, I want you to pull something out of me and then slap me in the face with, it, I would like, okay. Um, but I think that when 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 a person wants you to do a particular thing, and maybe this is true, we can gently segue into non-sexual things. When it, it it's also true for non-sexual things about when a person wants you to do something, they want you to do it with like enthusiasm, with with you know, like you're into it, like not just just like. Okay, is that what you wanted? Can we go back to fucking now? Right? You know what I mean? They want they want you to be into it. I don't know that I could be into it without laughing, right? I'm like, I'm trying to pull my short man out and then get it up close enough to actually get some, you know, swing in there. I don't think I could. I would be a disappointing lover, I guess, is what I'm saying. You couldn't really commit to it. It would seem yeah. kind of silly to you. Yeah, you couldn't yeah. get, like, go all the way and right, feel I, like... I mean, yeah. If if I guess I would need take that two and a half inches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would need to understand what the appeal is because because I I, I don't I mean if it if it's what you're into I want to I want to do it but why why do you like that I'm not questioning whether you should or not it's what you want I just want to know what it is is it is it the degradation aspect of it is it the novelty of it is is there something about the smells of things 
Is it that you're you found a G spot, but it's in your cheek? I don't. I mean, if you explain it to me, then I can get into the 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 reasoning. And but if I don't know why, I mean that's true for everything, right? It's like I knew this guy who once said that he was on a date with this girl, and things were going great, and they went back to her place. And they started going at it. And she said, I want you to beat the shit out of me. Like, that's what she said. She said, I want oh, you to, boy. like, and he was like, what? She's like, punch me in the face. And so he, this is the story he told. He said he got up, put on his pants and left because mm-hmm. there was no way he was going to do it. And he lost all desire. Right. And I get where he's coming from because there are some things people will ask for. You're like, I, I can't commit that. I just, it's not going to, it's not going to. I don't know why. I don't know why. If I knew why, I eh, still probably wouldn't, but I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I've had three glasses of wine. Joe. No, you just got me thinking that that, that's if if you're into like violent sex, Mm -hmm. that's that's real tricky territory to, you know, navigate, man. Absolutely. I, I, I guess I can anyway, see. Anyway, it's got me thinking of like all of the different manifestations of uh, like S and M. Well, just you know, yeah, S and M. Especially if you get into like some emotional thing, because you were saying you mentioned, look, if if, if someone's going to do something sexually, or if if I'm going to do something, you you know, you want you want enthusiasm, like you yeah. want to really mean it, like really get into it. But right then, I thought, well. If you're the right kind of S&M person, actually what you want is the humiliation of that person not giving a fuck at all. Like I bet there are some dudes that go to like dominatrixes and they want the dominatrix to be completely like emotionless and have – I think that's I've, usually I've brought, the case. I've brought, yeah. this, I've brought this up on the show before. <laughs> it's uh, the, the sargasm. Yeah. I bet some guys really like that where, well, where a woman's yeah. just like – Oh yeah, I'm coming. Oh, ooh, oh, really good job. Okay, now get the yeah. fuck out of here, asshole. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and we can delve into the psychology of people who like that sort of thing, but I don't think it's necessary because people are complicated. And certainly, certainly, if if I don't know, I'm going with this. Certainly, if there's something that you like and the other person is into it, the more. Um, non-mainstream it is, the more there needs to be some level of trust and vulnerability. And I can understand how people would say that, look, I need to get to a place where I'm extremely vulnerable because when I'm extremely vulnerable, I experience pleasure at a heightened level. I get that. That makes sense just from a straight up just, that's probably true for everybody, even in mainstream situations. And I can see people say when, when you get into bondage and discipline or domination or sadomasochism, whatever, you were in a place where it won't work unless there's extreme vulnerability, extreme trust, right? It's funny. Now, this is weird. Talk about, tell me about the psychology of this, my psychology. When you said extreme vulnerability, Mm -hmm. I got the image of someone like flattening out my scrotum <laughs> with a rolling pin yeah. and then stepping on it with a fucking stiletto. Right. That's I mean, extreme vulnerability. <laughs> that is extreme vulnerability. Well, okay, there's vulnerability and then there's the execution of advantage of the vulnerability. What I mean to say is if, like, someone... I guess Red the way stiletto, it works, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of shiny. I guess it works out like if someone is, like, 
in order for you to be vulnerable, you need to you need to feel the consequences of that vulnerability. But where the trust comes in is I will take you right up to the very edge of unacceptable, but, and no further. Right. And right. that 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 might that place is is probably by definition not a place that the person who is being beaten or whatever is is aware of. It's like they don't know where their their edge is. Right. They think, oh, I will stop when it when the pain is on a five out of ten, not realizing that they actually can deal with a nine out of ten. And so the person who they have trusted is like, I'm gonna, I'm the one who decides where you can stop. And maybe okay, that's the you. Appeal you it. are describing a a very, very intimate situation. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Which now, for the first time ever, perhaps I understand. Okay. S and M. See, before my only rough sex, I guess that's something that I can relate to, right? But S and M is is different than rough sex. The, the way you described it, where you're you're pushing, there's extreme vulnerability, but you have to trust that person not yeah. to not to go over the edge. Yeah. Even if you don't know what the edge is. I, right. Yeah. And yeah. That's that's super vulnerable, and I wonder. Like, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, I remember you. this cracked me up because you said, well, the problem with Fifty Shades of Grey is that the sentences are terrible and that person <laughs> is not a good writer. <laughs> I did say that, yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe some women, and maybe it was so popular for women, that there's something so intimate about this kind of pushing to the limit of trust. Mm-hmm. Um Anyway, I think, I think that in our society, I, you know, we started off with our grandma. We moved on to, you know, licking buttholes, butthole licking. And now I've learned something about human intimacy. Cool. Good, good. I definitely do think that in our, our society that the the stereotypical cisgender male, female, heterosexual copulation situation is a matter of. Um, God, you always know how to turn me on. I do. I do think okay. that our society makes it such that women I don't I want to say make them because women make their own choices but the the idea that a, a man does not have to be vulnerable to have an orgasm a man can just go for it and boom it's right. fairly automatic right now if he wants to have a deep emotional intimate you know connection then that vulnerability of course is necessary but I do think that for a lot of women they're um, I don't know I don't want to say taught or conditioned I'm, I'm trying to think of a word that's not so infantilizing but the idea that you have to you have to give him control. And again, I don't like this because it sounds so freaking sexist. But I, I, I guess I brought this up. I think last week, but or maybe the week you before. are becoming vulnerable. But it, it, as yeah, yeah. as a woman in a sexual situation with it, a man, it, I mean, you're you're, right. you're yeah. I yeah. mean, there's just no doubt about that. Right. But I, I don't know if that's what if that's what you were kind of aiming. Kind at. of, kind of. I'm just talking about not just the the physical aspect of being entered. Or being, you know, uh, stereotypically uh, with somebody who has more strength than you. And I know that's not always the case. I'm not trying to say that's, you know, normal or regular. But um, I think I mentioned this last, like, wait, this last week about how, you know, like porn stars are people who are incredibly comfortable with vulnerability. It's a little bit of an oxymoron. But, you know, they're like, hey, you know, put it wherever we need to put it and we'll do it for as long as you need. And they're naked. I mean, in any given moment, you know their their well-being hangs in the balance it's it's in the control of another well actually several people right cameraman the director and all this other stuff right sure but, but they don't flinch they're professionals and they handle it and maybe 
I mean, this is a really disgusting thing to say, and I'm really sorry that we're going to go now from, you know, roughly 2,500 listeners to two, and those two people are disgusting assholes, but there's something to be said for people who have survived trauma early in their life to the point that they can do things that would traumatize other people for the entertainment of those very same people, right? You see what I'm getting at? Uh yeah, I, I do. I don't know that you could do porn. I don't think I could. I don't think our significant others could. And I know that it's stereotypical to say a lot of the women who are who do porn come from very traumatic backgrounds, right? I know that it's not always the case, but it's often the case. And there's mm-hmm. something to be said for that kind of... Uh, ah, fuck, this sounds so, so bad. It, it, it's uh, a, I'm, I'm following you. It's, 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 I mean, it's a... This is damning hypocritical position to be in where you and I both, we very much abhor sexual violence, uh, um, very much um, anything that is traumatizing to children, very much. But that does give people the ability to do things that we want them to do when we want to go to the internet and jerk off, right? And so it's like, that is really, that's super problematic. Really, you know what I mean? It's like, I think you and I both, one of the reasons we gun for ultra-feministic, you know, uh, actualization and, and women having all the freedom that they, they deserve is because then they would be free without trauma to choose to fuck on screen so that I can get my jollies, right? That's Right. It's a well, I like thing, to so. think that, you know, there, there are plenty of porn actors that they're they're into it for like a form of sexual self-expression and it's a phase of their life where they're just super horny and yeah. Yeah. Just exploring their sexuality in a really, I I don't know, performative way, you know? Well, yeah, it's, it's it's literally performative. Like it's, and I feel like there really are those people though. I do think, unfortunately, some people get into performing, sexually in response to you know a traumatic childhood or or early adolescence but what i'm trying to i like to think that more and more there are performers that where trauma had nothing to do with it and it's it's a it's this form of sexual expression and and certainly there are people out there who are sex professionals who became sex professionals because they felt that was the only thing they could go into because of their past but i'm trying to avoid that when I suggest that there are people who have and not just not not taken their trauma and suffered for it into a career, but took their trauma and were empowered by it. They said, you know what? That was a terrible thing that happened. It should not have happened. But rather than be taken down a step, I'm going to take this newfound bravery and this comfortable uh, being comfortable with the vulnerability. I'm going to use it to good effect, mm-hmm. which is why I think porn stars should be paid as much as regular movie stars, honestly, because they are. You know, they are taking and I know that the industry is rife with with um, t- terrible things. I know that it's a very th- there's lots of situations where it's bad. I'm not starting to tell you that porn is this pristine institution that deserves, you know, accolades and respect. I'm just suggesting wow, that there are people out there who and I could be rationalizing. I could be just because I, I like to watch titties bouncing when somebody's getting, you know, eaten out and i mean i'm just making this all just so that i can justify it but you know uh it's either that or what talk about our grandma so what do you listener what would you rather hear about our 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 grandmother or um porn stars 
We've been we've been talking about a lot of sex lately. We have been, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you noticed? We have, yeah. Well, I think well, that, you know, yeah. there was St. Patrick's Day and and farts too. Well, yeah, there was that. A lot of, se- a lot we of sex. We definitely have descended. Who am I fucking kidding, dude? Like half the time we talk about just. I mean, to a vulgar level, we talk about sex and we yeah. talk about bodily functions and uh this is just the show like uh, it is yeah but in our defense commenting on oh boy there's been a whole lot of dicks and butts talk lately like it's something new it's not well we do okay look we do talk about it from a 15 year old boy giggling at the you know pervertedness of it. we do that a lot but we also i mean in our defense we also try to go at it with at an intellectual level you know we try to a little bit we're both we're both intelligent guys look we're not we know fart jokes are funny and we know boobs are fun to look at that's true and we're more than happy to showcase that in order to get listeners definitely right yes not a problem well here let me let me shift gears into something more more sophisticated yeah let's talk about donkey fucking wait what are you going to talk about actually i was not not donkey fucking that's not much of a it's not much of a change of subject, is it? Well, yeah, it is. It's donkeys. <laughs> we haven't talked about donkeys a once. This, this time, yeah, last episode we did. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah. You got twelve well, minutes. I, I I gave you a text, and and your response was really interesting. I'm, so mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna shift gears here a little bit. Okay. I wanted you to come up with a name for this act. Yes. Uh, propellering your nipple tassels yeah. while shimmying, while propellering your flaccid penis, which yeah. is what we call helicoptering, yeah. while hula hooping. Yeah. Now I want to I want to repeat that because that is that dance is complicated. That's it a takes complicated a lot of rhythm. Does. Propellering your nipple tassels with a with a tight shimmy, a tight shimmy. Yeah. Or, or a wide and loose shimmy, actually. Depends Either on way, it doesn't matter. Yeah. While propelling your flaccid penis. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's hard to propel your turgid penis. And it we call that helicoptering. Yeah. While hula hooping. Yes, hula hooping. Okay. Now, you gave me several options for titles. Yeah. For, the, for that dance. Yeah, names. Yep. And I don't know if I can read them correctly. Well, but I'm I'll try to. I'll try to, but you okay. go first. Are you going to try? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wrote them, so I definitely had something in mind. But yeah, no, you go first. Oh, okay. I have to go first? Oh, shit. You okay. don't have to. I mean, we can trade because I wrote like four or five of them. So, yeah. Okay. Nip Tassler Shimo Hella Hula Cockter Hooping. Yeah. That was yeah, okay, pretty Not good. bad. Not bad. Nip Tassler. Nip. Nip Tasletershamel Hella Hula Cockter Hooping. Eh. Any, any, that any, one's def- all right. any deficiency in pronunciation is. No, 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 no. I, well, I benefited from your going first, but any, any deficiency in pronunciation is probably because of how I coined it, not necessarily our, or your ability to, to say things. So, well, here's another me. one, right? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Nip Tasser Proper Shima Hello Hula Flassa Ding Dong Day. Yep. That's good. I, like I think you nailed it. That yeah, a lot. That one, I, I was I supposed to be a little bit of a con callback, not really, but a little bit to, um, fat. The cock. song "Fat Cock." Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. A donkey dong is a doo da day. Yeah. 
I actually found myself, uh, I, I was singing that song to myself. You, that you, was the very first obscenitized song. Well, okay, so and just. I, I was driving, I was driving in my car, which is funny because, you know. Just for what it's worth, if I can yeah. tie it all together, Mary sure. Spender does a, does a beautiful cover of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. She does oh, an yeah? amazing cover. Mary Spender not only is absolutely beautiful, she looks just like a porn star named Bobby Star, and uh, Mary Spender oh. is a gifted musician and just just eat. I mean, look her her beauty aside, obviously she is. Uh, go check out her YouTube channel. She she's just yeah. Even if, if you're blind, you're better off because her music is amazing. You won't be distracted by your boner. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So remember when you were slobbing, slobbing on my cock? Yeah. Anyway. Speed so fast. Uh, yeah. Good. What's the next one? You there? Aye, aye. <laughs> you... No, I'm just... <laughs> Have a dangerously wide shalong. <laughs> aye, aye. Do you remember what episode that's on? Have Maybe you should... so wide, it could hurt someone. Is that on you... Is that on our YouTube channel, that song? No, but you know what? All right, I'll make a blimage for it. Post it up. I'll make an image for it. I don't Going know back to the do. first year of the show, the yeah. first obscenitized song. Fat that was... cock. From Just Because's podcast, episode eight, originally aired March sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. Oh my god! Is that too loud, Doctor? Probably the thickest anywhere Maybe it'll make you squeal Maybe my spoons will get in your hair In your face is better If you check me off and my dick exploded There won't be no shelter So take my fat cock and keep on slobbing <laughs> So remember when you were slobbing Slobbing on my cock Dick so fat and you choked on my dog Titties and I swing back and forth And your lips felt nice wrapped around my bottom Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm going to die. Wait, wait, this is the worst part. I've got a fat cock. Is it fat enough to scare you away? There has been no circumcision. Donkey dogs, you got daddy. Motherfucker, that was awesome. It was so good. Anyway, let's not. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. And your lips felt nice wrapped around my boner and I. Okay, anyway. (laughs) So here's the next. (laughs) Yeah. Hula droopy dongle dangle copter shaken nipple tassel fanning. Yeah. I kind of like that one. That might be my favorite one. Yeah. But there's also. Nip. Tasha Mapina hooping. What the? <laughs> I tried to shorten it. And I realized these things are too freaking long. So I was like, let's just condense it as much as possible. Nip Tasha Mapina hooping. Nip Tasha Mapina hooping. Pina hooping. Nip Tasha Mapina hooping. And then you're like, you know what? Fuck this. How about this? The hula hooping triple threat or the daddy issues deluxe. Yeah. And then, and hey, then what, I read these to Laura Pauline, my oh, wife. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, more like mommy issues. 
<laughs> it's true. Absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, I did. I went the I went the the sexist route, and it was a mommy issues thing. It was an edible thing, and I did say this in the text, and I want to say it to the to the listener because I want you to know, listener, that we are intellectual motherfuckers. Um, I did say to Joe, James Joyce wrote a whole fucking novel. Well, this is all he did was just make up weird ass words. Just a whole goddamn novel. Um, read it. Don't read it. It's we're not pioneers, but we're not schlubs. We're just following the footsteps of Irish people. And if there's one kind of people we love on this show, it's Irish people. Love them. That's right. Also Scottish love people. Them. At least one in particular. We've mentioned it before. We we confuse them actually. We do. We and love it's them not, so much. That and it's we're not blinded because by yeah, love. it's not it's not a, yeah exactly. We love them so much that that. That it's the red hair, honestly. Honestly, we love them so much that we squeeze our bagpipes furiously every furiously. night. Furiously, sometimes twice on weekends. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. Niptasha Mapina hooping. <laughs> this yeah, is, where do know, we go from there, man? Well, the thing is, is like <laughs> I dare I mean, you to segue to anything else. <laughs> well, okay. I mean, it's a it's a obvious segue, but you know, when people say porn and then they say hula hooping, there's only one name that pops into your head, right? Remy LaCroix she is a, of course she is she's she is just she's both beautiful and she's got the innocent look that makes us all perverts and she's also a very gifted hula hooper which is a thing I mean don't people will despair oh it's just hula hooping big fucking look. no I mean watch somebody who knows what they're doing it's like wow that's impressive and she doesn't have a penis so she couldn't do the whole hula hooping triple threat but yeah but she could strap one on she I, could, would, yeah, she could, I would yeah I would I would she can be the one who pulls something out of you and slaps you in the face with it. And then, That's right. And then goes into the um, the Daddy Issues Deluxe. I don't know what her background is. And I know that she is in definitely... In the image of this woman slapping me across the face with a strap-on floppy dong, she knocked my glasses <laughs> off of my face. Okay, so I do not know how I'm, I'm going to be able to do that this. that was the image. Yeah. Like, why did I have my glasses on in this image? And I've why already... did her big floppy penis knock my glasses off? <laughs> I've already done one blemish with Remy LaCroix, and I think it had something to do with Lovecraft and the fifth dimension. I'll have to try to... What was it called? Hula Cthulhu hooping. <laughs> your best friend oh hell no hey look here oh hell no got a new toy and he just can't stop playing with it even if he wants to it's like a hula hoop except inside the circle there's an unnatural rupture in the fabric of reality a shrieking portal between this dimension and one of overwhelming and hideous agony it's called the cthulhu hoop it's a fun toy that makes you wiggle and it's a doorway to the realm of cthulhu the ancient tentacle face descendant of azathoth the blind god of primordial chaos Oh, hell no, always steps in the Cthulhu hoop feet first. That way his eyes won't shrivel at the visage of unholy evil on the other side. Well, I guess his legs can still get shorn from his body by the snapping fangs of blurred first female for demons. <laughs> oh, hell no, so silly. Anyway, be careful, everybody, or the high priest of the great old ones will unleash incomprehensible horrors upon the earth and shatter your feeble human minds. You'll fucking pray for the sweet relief of your own demise. In fact, death is the only escape from the Cthulhu hoop. Uh-oh. Oh, hell no, scared. 
Right? Yeah, well, Cthulhu yeah. hoop, that's a that's a hula hoop that is also a portal into an alternate dimension of ancient, indescribable monstrosity, incomprehensible agony, and inescapable darkness. That's right, yeah. Um, so I'll, I'll, I don't know what the blemish will be for today's episode, but you as a listener will have already seen it. I, honestly, Joe, I don't know if people who listen to this podcast actually see anything graphical. I don't know if, like on their iPods or whatever, uh, uh, an image shows up and say, hey, here's the latest piece of shit from these two jerk-offs. I don't know. I don't know if it's all for nothing. Yeah, but there's, you guys, our listeners should know, there, yeah, there are images that go with every episode. There well, is a image, new yeah. image that is created by Jason, and it, they're fucking hilarious, and they're great. Right. So go to the website. If you don't see it on your app, go to the website. Yeah. And they're posted on Instagram. Yes, Just underscore B underscore cousins. Yeah. Also, rate and review us on all your apps, or Shags will fucking fuck your mom. She'll fucking fuck your oh, mom. Oh, sorry. Five stars only, please. Or, or Shags will yeah, fucking fuck your mom. If you're going to rate and review us, five stars only, pretty please, or I'll fucking fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're also on Just Becausins uh, on Twitter. I can't remember what it is, though. Is it at Just Becausins? There were some underscores in there. I can't remember. Just th- Google it, so. fuckers. I mean, we live in a world now where you don't have to know shit. Just Google something until you find it, right? Like I told yeah, you. if you go to YouTube and type in Just Because it's, you're going to find a bunch of our filthy songs and right, clips from right. our shows. And, and a lot of artwork yeah. done by Jason Mark. I'm not the only I've one. I've done a you, couple images done, myself, yeah. but I'm just trying to live up to the to the creative standard of Jason okay. Mark. Fair. That's I appreciate Visually. that, yeah. My creativity is... Okay, let's put it like this. My imagination is I can I can my imagination will fight any other imagination on a planet to a draw and probably beat them. My creativity yeah. is a little bit not quite up to my imagination standards and of course my artistic abilities are shit, but I've got Photoshop, so I do my best. But um you know what, Joe? We are I don't know if this has happened yet. 58 minutes into the show. we got two minutes left. I haven't come up with the title for today's show. Usually it's something. Do you normally up. come up with the title earlier? I know that sometimes we're explicit about it because it comes up and you're like, that's it. Or I'll be yeah. like, ooh, how about that one? You know, that's but, usually yeah, the case. This time. Last week I was going to do um, something I mentioned on the show. It was going to be about Ariel ripping a fart. And then I realized that I didn't want to put that in the show title itself. So I came up with a different one. But uh, mm-hmm. usually, yeah, there's something that makes me just something you say. It's usually something you say that just cracks my ass up. So I, I am, I don't know, because we started off like I said, we we we, we start off grandmas and we went to por- ass looking and then we did porn and we did feminism and we did, um, whatever it was we were just talking about. And uh, yeah, we got one minute left to come up with a title for today's well, show. Well, I I do the same thing, and sometimes I, I feel the pressure mm-hmm. at the. At the end, I can feel yeah. it deep inside of me before you, you pull screen. it out and slap me in the face with it. I think um, that's good. It's no. going to have to be something along those lines of pull it out in the face, pull it out and slap him. It's going to have to, it's going to be something like that. Pull well, it out. Oh, that's, oh my God. Well, that, at the end of the show, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what to fucking scream because you have, you're thinking of titles. I'm thinking of what I need to scream. Yeah. We pull that straight from the ridiculous content of the show. Yeah. And I just now came up with what I want to scream. Okay. And you'll all hear it. And you know, in about three minutes, yeah. 
Okay, good. And yeah, yeah, you'll you'll hear that later. So I'm good to go. Oh, but good. you, sir, need to figure out what the fucking title of the well, show. Well, I have a little bit and, more and, luxury. And you're thinking I don't do it until well after. Like while I'm creating the blimage, I might come up with something, or, or 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 you know, you might text me tomorrow and say, "Hey, quit breathing so loud in the microphone," and I'll title it uh, "I breathe too hard" or whatever. You know, I. Yeah, well, see, like you've got it easy because yeah. you can title it later. Like I've yeah. got to come up with something to scream before we fucking stop. Yeah, you've got five minutes and five seconds as of now. That's how By the way, we brought up the Cthulhu hoop. Yeah. Do you remember when we, we did an ad? Larco has that. That's an actual product. Yeah. And we did a couple of ads for that. Do you remember when that was? Was that like a year ago, two years ago? When the fuck did we do that? I want to say... We haven't... That ad was a lot back. You know, I want to say it's about a year-ish or so ago because it was about the same time where there was an ad that featured... A picture of you sitting in a chair in an astronaut suit on like a beach or something, and that was because of COVID. I feel like. Oh. No, no, no. You know what? 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 2020 yeah. St. Patty's show yeah. was also a horror themed show because St. Patty's happened on Friday the 13th. Yeah. And. I'm actually going to, you know what? I'm going to play the ads. I'm going to insert the ads. So our listener would have already heard the ads as I speak about it. Yeah. But uh, okay. we have a character called, oh, hell no. Yeah. Right? We, we do? Yeah. Oh, hell oh, no. Oh, okay. He's, yes. Sorry. He's I like Elmo. But it's, uh, and it's, oh, yeah. hell no is an Irish character. Look, he's got red hair. Yeah. All over uh, his body. His name is oh, hell no. Yeah. With an apostrophe. Yeah. Right? He's Irish. Yeah. And he did an ad. That's right. You challenged me. You said, read this like, oh, hell no. That's right. Yeah. That was on. So I just figured it out out loud. Boring our listener to tears. But you know what? Right now, you've already heard both of those ads. It's because I'm going to fucking put them in. Before down. Okay, good. And that, that means I won't hear it, but I'll go back and listen to them on my own. Do you, do you have any plans of like, like putting the ads up on both yours and mine? Right, sorry, just both the real ones and the Larko ones on the YouTube. It's just a matter of time because yes, I can do I the want, I want to do that. Okay. I've actually been, not had time to put. There's all sorts of like older stuff and newer stuff that I still want to put on YouTube, and I want to put it on Instagram. Well, I'll tell you what. I've been using Instagram TV, IGTV. Oh, that's right, you have been. And we've got all sorts of videos and stuff. Now that we have a few more listeners, I've. Uh, I want to bring up some of the some of the classics, and and we have more listener. I, I want to say this every time we bring up. I want to say this every time we have a few more listener because of Shags. She is amazing, yeah. and I miss her. Where is she? Why is she on our show? Where is Shags? I don't know. I got to tell you, man. Uh, we did this show where like half of like the first whole part of the show a few episodes back, we we're just talking about, among other things, we we're talking about Jews. <laughs> were we? Jesus. Remember? No pun intended. Yeah, well, no, she yes. she was joining in, you know? Yeah. And, you know, Shags is a Jewish person. She is? Yeah. Okay. I, I think I knew that. <laughs> anyway, maybe she hates us now because I, st- I I went in post and I put a bunch of, like, um, I put, like, Hava Nagila behind uh, half of our conversations. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe everybody fucking hates me now. Ask 
Look, I seriously, I mean, I, I love that we have listeners. I, if in fact that's the case, I'm not just some weird algorithm perk. Um, <laughs> it still might be the case there, uh, Ian saying you're the only listener. It might be the case that these fucking algorithms are fucking with me. But if we have more than just Ian saying, that's wonderful. And Joe, if they're offended by Hagala Neva, whatever you called it, then they never should have been here in the first place. Right? I agree. Yeah. No, so. listen, it was tasteful, it was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sang a little song about Jews to my baby, and I then I sang it to Shags, it made her laugh. It's all in good fun here, goddammit. Absolutely. Well, I, you know, we might end up doing an episode about this, but, while we are not, we don't believe in censoring anybody, we also don't believe in hurting people's feelings just to go That's back. correct. Right. And uh, we don't want to. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of the people that we will make fun with. We're not making any fun at their expense. We're making it with them. Uh, that sounds like... We uh, do not want to hurt you unless you want us to hurt you. Right. But even then, we probably won't be enthusiastic about it because... Yeah. Anyway. Right. Because we do, we do want you to trust us so much that... <laughs> <laughs> we push we push you to the edge. I, the I, edge you don't even know where the edge is. I don't okay? want to be in that position. I just want to do a quickie and then we're out. Okay. Love you all. Goodbye. Good night. Good morning. Good evening. Slap me in the face with your ding dong! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Remember when you were five years old and your first hula hoop? The hours you would spend trying to get that plastic piece of fucking shit to spin around your waist? Remember when you were 35 years old and the cold realization of the complete irrelevance of humankind in the face of the cosmic evils that exist in the universe? Remember the first time you got that hoop to actually sprint around for more than a few seconds? How you almost pissed your pants with joy? Remember the first time you gazed upon the eldritch horror of the great old ones and you actually pissed your pants out of sheer terror? Well, get ready to make some new memories when you combine the utter innocence and existential dread with Larco's Cthulhu Hoop. Perfect for girls and boys of all ages, and adults won't be able to resist a descent into gibbering madness while giving one a twirl with their kids. Laugh, cry, scream as you drop into a dark dimension, embracing the cognitive dissonance and commensurate insanity of your own irrelevance as your soul is ripped from your body and devoured whole, all while getting an excellent workout for your abs and core. Larko's Cthulhu Hoop, Fen Glui, a Muglanoff, Kathas Asbro, Wagan Wagana Glaftagon.